The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. The NFL season kicks off this week and get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL previews today. And finally, the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. It's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. You are listening to your Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast on Twitter. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And you can also follow me on Twitter. I am at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. Moving on with the show, we are here to look at the Champions League futures. We will be also dropping a show looking at match day one shortly. It will be a key game show where we will be looking at a selection of games. If you want to get my preview for every single game, there will be two podcasts dropping exclusively over on the LockBetting.com Patreon page. So there will be a podcast for all of Tuesday's games, closing out of a lock. And all of Wednesday's games closing out with a lock. But here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, we are doing our futures preview right now. And then we will be dropping a key game show, looking at the key games from across Tuesday and Wednesday. So that's a selection of games. And that show will also close out with a lock. So we'll begin by looking at the outright winner's market. And I pretty much completely agree with this, with Manchester City being the outright favourites here. It varies between them being as short as two to one or as big as three to one. So we'll middle that and say they are around about five to two plus 250. Then you have Liverpool and Paris. They are generally inseparable at five to one plus 500. Bayern Munich are available at seven to one. Then you have last year's winners, Real Madrid at 9-1. to one. That has shortened given the ease of their group, which we'll get to later. Barcelona have moved out a little. They're at 14-1. to one. That's because they are in the perceived group of death. Chelsea are at 14-1. to one. That's where they were anyway. Tottenham have moved in. They have been given a comfortable group on paper. So they've moved in from around about 22-25-1 to 25-1 to 14-1 to, to one at present. Then we have Atletico Madrid at 28 to 1 with Juventus at 28 to 1. Inter Milan, they've definitely moved out from around about 20 to 25 to 1 to 40 to 1, given that they are in the group of death. And uh, the favourites out of Barcelona and Bayern Munich to not make it through out of that trio. Then we have Borussia Dortmund at 50 to 1. The Italian champions, the Serie A champions, AC Milan are at 80 to 1. And everybody else is bigger than 100 to 1. Now, Manchester City have drawn a couple of games in the EPL, but generally the feeling is it's going to be very, very difficult to catch them. Now, by adding Erling Haaland, not only have they got a player who's made an explosive start to the EPL season, scoring 10 goals in his first six games, but they give themselves an option to get themselves out of the games that have previously seen them exit the Champions League, 
where they've always dominated the ball. They've always dominated the ball possession. Every single statistic has probably gone in favour of Manchester City, even when they have exited the tournament. So if you're looking at expected goals, shots, shots on targets, possession, passes completed, everything that people look at in football corners, Manchester City would be on top. Yet... They've never won the Champions League. Obviously, that proves one thing, that statistics don't necessarily equal wins. And uh, I think the, the current Manchester United team are proving that with their four wins in a row. Two of the games, they were statistically dominated by both Liverpool and Arsenal, yet they came away with the points. But the difference is, in the games where teams sit back against Manchester City with a low block and Manchester City can't break them down, or in games where Manchester City can't put the ball in the back of the net because they don't have somebody to create those, to, to turn those half chances into goals that they create. They now have that person. They now have the person who can dig them out of the hole when they're 2-0 down against Crystal Palace and score a hat-trick out of nowhere with that third goal just simply being an incredible goal where he just holds a guy off. He literally doesn't let the defender come near him, just pushes him off and just smashes the ball into the bottom corner. They haven't had that before. They haven't had that player since Sergio Aguero that can score those half chances. But under Sergio Aguero, they didn't win the Champions League because this striker scores more than half chances. As I said, he bullies defenders like he did for that hat-trick goal against against Crystal Palace. This is a different option for Manchester City. Now, it remains to be seen as to whether this Haaland option stylistically has an impact on the rest of the team because they're used to playing with a false nine that comes out and holds the ball up and allows the, the wingers and other players to get involved in the attack. You'll notice that the goals for City have not been as widespread as usual. We don't have a certain group of players on three or four goals at this point in time. It is really the Erling Haaland show. How will that affect City long term when Kevin De Bruyne has only got four or five goals for the season? When when Phil Foden has only got four or five goals from the season? When Erling Haaland is out there on 20 to 25 goals? How is that going to affect the team? Are they going to then stylistically change? Are they going to start looking for Haaland where they don't need to look for Haaland? Where Previously, they would be able to just dominate teams and, and create the openings without him, allow their number nine to come out and hold the ball up and allow wingers to get into spaces where they would just set up tappings because that's what City have been able to do. Essentially, for, for most of their games, they've been able to walk the ball into the back of the net. As soon as Manchester City get the first goal in any game, it completely opens it up and then it massively um, gives Manchester City the advantage in, in any game because all of a sudden the team needs to abandon a low block tactic and, and play out. And then the spaces really open up for City to sometimes win games by four, five or six. But um, Erling Haaland makes things very different. For me, from what I've seen so far, it will work. For me, what I've seen so far, they will find a way to balance it, especially in the Champions League. Because whereas there may be hiccups in the league, they can't afford those hiccups in the Champions League in the later stages. But they have a group that they are going to get through comfortably. And then I believe that when the Champions League comes back around, when they get around to those quarterfinals and semifinals and finals, Pep Guardiola isn't going to make mistakes that he's made previously. Because make no mistake about it, as much as Pep is lauded as a tactical genius, a genius, he needs to take some responsibility for the Champions League exits that have been inflicted on this Manchester City team, including the one last season where they were 1-0 up in the tie, uh, sorry, 2-0 up in the tie, 1-0 up in the game and only had to navigate injury time and somehow found themselves exiting the competition at the hands of Real Madrid. Look at the way that he game-managed the game against Tottenham a few years back. Look at the Champions League final against Chelsea. That was a disaster not going in there with a holding midfielder. And uh, that was the mistake that led to the goal. That tactical mistake led to the goal that allowed a clear through ball to Kai Havertz, who broke from midfield where it would have been tracked by the holding, by the holding midfielder and scored the goal that won Chelsea the Champions League. A Champions League they had no right to win because Manchester City had been clearly dominant throughout the competition. So if Pep Guardiola doesn't outthink himself, if he doesn't, if he doesn't outpep himself in the later stages, Manchester City are going to sail through to the quarterfinals. And if they can get it tactically right for those remaining five games, they will win the Champions League, which is why they have to be the favourites here to win this competition. As a, as a side bet, I like Manchester City to reach the semi-finals. They are the favourites in that market, but I think the price of three to four is a gift. They should win their group comfortably. They should then come through the round of 16 tie comfortably, playing a group runner-up. And then we just essentially need them to win a quarter-final. So the price is three to four for Manchester City to win their quarter-final game. 
that's an incredible price. And I would certainly be taking some, some money down on that. But as for who wins it, I think if it's now, if it's not now, it's going to be never for Pep Guardiola and Manchester City. They have a golden chance to win it this season. And I do think that's what will happen. And I do think they are the correct front runners here for the market. Looking at the other teams here, Liverpool have reached two out of the last four Champions League finals and they pushed Manchester City all the way in the EPL last season. So they are the rightful joint second favourites with PSG. Their home form is unbelievable, especially in Europe. So it's going to be very, very difficult for anyone to get a positive result for Liverpool, which is why they're so difficult to beat in knockout football and why they've got to two of the last four Champions League finals. Plus, if their league form continues to be poor and they get themselves out of the title race, um, I believe that they will solely focus on the Champions League, which makes them even more of a threat, providing they are securely in the European places. Because if it's really, really bad, they may be facing a battle for the top four. I don't expect Liverpool to drop off that much. I do expect them to rediscover their form when players come back. But I believe at that point, it may be too late to catch Manchester City. The way things are going, Manchester City could be winning the EPL at around about April time. And therefore, I think Liverpool will know that. If Liverpool are in a position where they are looking like they're going to be comfortably in the top four, but nowhere near winning the league, that makes them a very, very dangerous team in this year's Champions League. As for PSG, well, PSG looked a little bit more like the PSG we expected to see last year. The partnership of Neymar, Messi and Mbappe is a lot more fluid than it was last year. They seem to be working well together. They are battering teams in League One. But at the end of the day, that's League One in France. And that's always been PSG's problem. Their step up in competition to the Champions League. When you're constantly playing easy, easy, easy matches, it makes it very difficult to adjust, especially in the knockout phase. As soon as you come back and uh, you have that big adjustment where you're playing a team who qualified through the group, probably are going to be a, a runner up this time. Last year, they were unlucky to face a, a winner because they were drawn in a tough group with Manchester City. But at the same time, they were favourites to win the tournament as soon as they signed Messi and they were favourites to, to win the group with Manchester City. So that in itself was an awakening and a reality check. I don't think that's going to happen this time. I do expect PSG to win the group against the Juve team who have had a lacklustre start to the season. And Juve are Juve in name alone at the moment by the look of things. And uh, I expect PSG to progress through the group comfortably. I expect them to get through to the quarterfinals where they'll face a runner-up in the last 16 and probably get through. And then the real competition begins. And as I said, the problem will be easy game, easy game, easy game, easy game, big name waiting for them in the quarterfinals. So the consistent problem of PSG will be there. But at the moment, we have um, the director of football, Kylian Mbappe, playing on the pitch for them. And perhaps that will make a, a positive difference with the with the way PSG play in the Champions League this season. That remains to be seen, but it always makes it difficult for me to pick them to do anything beyond the, the quarterfinals in this competition when they have such an easy league and such a step up in competition when it comes to playing at around about the quarterfinal phase. Up next, we look at Bayern. Nagelsmann has what he wants. He he didn't put up a big fight really to keep Lewandowski. And now they are playing Nagelsmann football. They are playing with a false nine. They are playing with the press. This is a different Bayern Munich to what we saw before. They had some very, very good results at the start of the season. But more recently, they have dropped some points. So everything's not perfect there. I do expect them to win the group of death. Their price hasn't really changed from being drawn in it because the expectation is that they will be the team that definitely goes through with either one of Inter or Barca. So it goes without saying that Bayern Munich, they're always going to be a threat. They do suffer somewhat from the same issue as PSG in that they do have a big step up in competition. But I don't think it's as big as it is for PSG. PSG win their games easily in, in second or third gear. Bayern Munich do face some tests in the Bundesliga, but on most weeks, they are guilty of playing very, very easy opponents. So I think, again, that's another problem for them. But they're in the advantageous position that PSG are in as well, in that their league should be wrapped up by March or April. So they are one of the teams who will be able to solely focus on the Champions League. 
Real Madrid and Barcelona are up next here in the market. That's going to be a very, very, very interesting clash in La Liga to see who comes out on top. Barcelona spent a ton of money to win the league. Real Madrid haven't spent as much. In fact, they've lost one of their key players in Casemiro. But at the moment, it looks like they have the players to step in and fill that void. And therefore, Real Madrid are going to be as strong as they were last season. Benzema is still Benzema. This is still a strong team. If the draw is favourable to them, again, they could get to the late stages. Last year, they certainly didn't have a favourable draw and still ended up winning the competition. But I just feel in the case of Real Madrid and Barcelona that that title race is going to go all the way to the end of the season. Barcelona have started a lot better than I expected. To have a 3-0 win over Seville at the weekend shows that there is some instant fluidity there. And I thought they were a little bit top-heavy. I think they still are in order to win the Champions League. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter in La Liga. These signings have gelled. They've gelled quickly. And therefore, that sets up a real title race in La Liga and one that could take the the energy and the focus away from the Champions League, which is why I don't like either of the two Spanish clubs. Underneath them, we have Chelsea and Tottenham both available here at around about 14 to 1. The draw has been very kind to Tottenham and if they can win their group and get a nice draw in the last 16, they are a threat. Remember, Tottenham are a team who in the Premier League last season were undefeated against Liverpool and Manchester City. They beat City twice and drew both of their games for uh, against Liverpool. So if they can carry that into knockout football, and with the manager they have in Antonio Conte, Tottenham could be a dangerous threat, which is why I said to have a little sprinkle on them when they were 25-1 to 1 when we did our very, very early look at the Champions League before the draw. Chelsea, they're a difficult team to judge. They've made a load of signings. They've spent nearly £300 million, which means on paper they should be a better team than the one that actually won the Champions League. Romelu Lukaku was supposed to be the piece after that they won the Champions League that made them challenges for the EPL. That didn't happen. Last season, this team probably went backward. This season, they should go forward, but it's been a little bit of a nervy start to the season. They've had a couple of losses that they shouldn't have had. That's really been largely down to effort, in my opinion, and a lack of goals. Aubameyang comes in now. It's going to be a while before he plays. But by the time that Chelsea are in any danger of going out of the Champions League and facing any kind of adversity, Aubameyang will be in the side and then we'll really see what Chelsea are all about. So it's difficult to make a, 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 an informed opinion on them at the moment based on what we've seen so far in the EPL. Further down, I think we can write off these teams. I think Inter Milan are going to go out in the group. I think Juve, Juve in name alone. They've had a very, very mediocre start to the season, even though they haven't lost. They've had a string of doors, string of draws. I think Dortmund are going to struggle without, without Haaland. I think AC Milan did very, very well to win Serie A, but it won't carry over to the Champions League. And I think Atletico Madrid are the same old Atletico. They're too negative. They don't just put their stamp on the game when they have superior talent against the inferior teams. They don't just go out there and attack and win games comfortably. I think they'll stutter and stumble their way through what should be an easy group. And as soon as they face a big team in the knockout stages, they'll try and park the bus. They'll try and play a low block and steal the game. And uh, the big side will get a breakthrough and Atletico will be chasing the game when they'll go out of the Champions League. That's just what happens all the time. It's what happened last year against City. It's what will happen to them again if they even get through the group. That's how um, inconsistent they are at the moment. So I think that runs down all of the, the major teams here. Looking at the groups, obviously we'll start with Group A. This is the group that features Liverpool, Ajax, Napoli and Rangers. Liverpool are clear favourites at 1-3. to three. Then you have Ajax and Napoli both at 6-1 to one to win the group with Rangers at 14-1. to one. They've got Liverpool as the clear favourites, but then you have Ajax and Napoli as equals. When you look at the teams to qualify, the both teams to qualify market has uh, Ajax and Liverpool as the slight favourite at 5-4, to four, with Liverpool and Napoli at 6-4. to four, And the qualification from the group odds have Ajax as the favourites at 10-11, to 11, with Napoli at even money. The straight forecast market has Liverpool and Ajax at 2 to 1, Liverpool first, Ajax second at 2 to 1, and Liverpool first, Napoli second at 9 to 4. I don't get this. Napoli have made a very, very strong start to the season. They've coped with the losses, the likes of Mertens and Kurabali leaving. They've coped with that well. The young players have come through and, and done very well. They've got Diego Simeone's son there as well. He looks like a player. Whereas Ajax, they've sold some very, very key names, half of them to Manchester United. It's going to be very, very difficult for them to just pick up where they left off last season. I think the books are looking at this team as the team who 
won six Champions League games last season and will probably still win the Dutch League. But at the end of the day, that's the Dutch League. You can't keep selling players and selling players and, and being a threat in the Champions League. You can't sell Anthony and Martinez and, and still be a major threat in the Champions League. And I don't think that you can finish ahead of this group against Napoli. I think this is a great price on Napoli. I think the standout bet here is for Liverpool and Napoli to both qualify from the group at 6-4. to four, And also the bet on Liverpool to win the group and Napoli to finish second here at 9-4. to four. That's what I'd be looking at in this group. I'd be looking to oppose Ajax because I think they're going to struggle with the, with the number of players that have left the club just to immediately be the same Ajax that they were last season. Not to mention their manager, Eric Ten Hag, who's now proving to be a great manager with what he's done and how he's turned around Manchester United. Moving on to Group B. This is the group that's led by Atletico. They're the 10-11 to 11 favourites to win it, with uh, Leverkusen and Porto inseparable at 3-1 to one, and Club Bruges available at 11-1. to one. Bruges gave some teams a difficult game last season. They're in the same group as City and PSG, but ultimately they did exit the competition. I expect the same to happen here. I think Porto could qualify from this group. I think they've got a lot of Champions League pedigree. I think Atletico are very inconsistent, although they, they should qualify from the group. I don't have them as the clear winners here. And Bayer Leverkusen, looking at their start to the season, it's been a huge letdown. They were supposed to be a team who were comfortably in the top four and were supposed to be outsiders to challenge Bayern Munich. That's not going to happen. In fact, they'll be lucky to get into Europe at all the way they started the season. So I'm certainly looking to oppose them and to take a Porto side who are very, very consistent in the Champions League. Very difficult to beat at home. Last year, they narrowly missed out on qualifying, but they were in a very, very difficult group, a group of death with um, Milan, Atletico Madrid and Liverpool and they still nearly qualified. This is much, much easier on paper. So I like the look of Porto to qualify here at 10 to 11. Group C is the group of death and Bayern Munich are the four to five favourites to win it. Behind them is Barcelona at two to one with Inter at four to one and Victor Pleasant at 100 to one. The straight forecast market sees Bayern as the winners and Barcelona second at two to one with Bayern and Luke Bayern as the winners and Inter as the runners up at five to two. Barcelona to win and Bayern to be the runners up is at seven to two with Inter to win and Bayern as the runners up at six to one and Barca to win and Inter as the runners up at seven to one. Everything else is bigger than 10 to one. The both teams to qualify market is interesting because despite the fact that Inter are four to one to win the group and Barcelona are two to one to win the group, which is a significant difference, we're getting a really nice price of 10 to 11 minus 110 on Barcelona and Bayern to both qualify from the group with Bayern and Inter at 11 to eight. Barcelona and Inter at 7-2, which would mean Bayern Munich exit. And every scenario with Pleasant qualifying is available at 25-1 to or bigger. I really like the bet here on Barcelona and Bayern both to qualify at 10-11. Ultimately, in my opinion, I do think that um, Bayern Munich will win this group. Despite the fact that Barcelona have started well in La Liga, I still don't think that makes them equal to this Bayern Munich team. Barcelona and Inter Milan are big teams, but I just don't think either of them are quite yet on the level as the same level as Bayern Munich. Bayern are at the very top of European football and always a threat to actually win the competition, while Barcelona exited this competition at the group stage just last season. And that was after two defeats to Bayern. And let's not forget the 8-2 from a few years back. And that's for Inter Milan. They've only made it through the group stage once in the past three seasons, although they have had some difficult groups. And this is another one. At the end of the day, I think this comes down to a waveform for me. In Serie A, we've seen Inter Milan already lose the Milan derby away from home and they lost away to Lazio. So in this group, it's very difficult for me to see Inter getting anything at the new Camp. It's very difficult for me to see Inter getting anything at Bayern Munich. It's very difficult for me to see Bayern Munich not having a 100% record at home. And I think that will be key for Bayern Munich to win this group. So I think Bayern will win this group. But I really love the play for Bayern and Barcelona to be the two teams to qualify. I think that's a generous price at 10 to 11 minus 110. I expect it to be closer to um, minus 140, minus 150 here. So I'll be taking that here for this group. Moving on to Group D. And this is the group that is the dream scenario for Tottenham. 
because Eintracht uh, Frankfurt were the seeded team in this group after winning the Europa League. But they are the second joint favourites here with Marseille at 11-2 with Tottenham, the clear 1-2 to two minus 200 favourites to win the group. And then we have Sporting out at 7-1. to one. Marseille have made a strong start in League One, whereas Frankfurt have made quite a mediocre start to their Bundesliga season. However, they are coming into the Champions League off the back of a 4-0 win over RB Leipzig. So they showed what they can do at the weekend and they showed what they could do last season in Europe when they won the Europa League. And therefore, for me, that makes them a threat here in this group. Marseille, based on their league form probably so far this season, are the slight favourites ahead of Frankfurt to qualify from the group. Spurs are at 1-7 to with Marseille at 6-5, to Frankfurt at 5-4 to and Sporting at 2-1. to If you look at the both teams to qualify market, you have Tottenham and Marseille here at 7-4 to with Eidrich Frankfurt and Tottenham to qualify from the group at 2-1. to I'm going to take a punt on that selection. I just think Frankfurt are the better team. I think on their day, they could beat anybody. They can spring some major upsets. That's how they ended up winning the Europa League because they were the team that knocked out Barcelona. And I think they'll rise to the occasion here in the Champions League. Whereas Marseille are doing well in League One, the Bundesliga is a superior league. And I think Marseille's focus will be on mounting some kind of title challenge or at least finishing best out of the rest in France because really that's the real title race. PSG have probably won it before a ball is even kicked. So for Marseille to finish second, I think that would be a good achievement. I don't think they're going to write off the Champions League, but I just feel that Eichuk Frankfurt are a big game team and it wouldn't stun me if they cause some major ripples in the Champions League this season or even win this group. Because if you look at Antonio Conte's Champions League record, it's poor making it out of the group stage just once across his last four attempts while at Juve, Chelsea and Inter Milan, who you would argue are all stronger teams than Tottenham. So I'm not saying that Tottenham won't win this group and I'm not saying it's not a great draw for Tottenham. But at the end of the day, Antonio Conte doesn't really deliver in this competition. And for them to be one to two or even shorter than minus 200 in some places, you're definitely not getting any value. So for me, I would be looking for a small sprinkle on Tottenham and Frankfurt to qualify from this group in either order. And that would be the only thing I'd be looking at here in Group D. Before we move on to looking at Group E, let me take a second out to talk about Winbet. If you're thinking of joining Winbet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Perfect for kicking off the NFL season. Plus, the Winbet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also has their first QB to throw five TDs bets. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, this offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 and older and present in the state where play through Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also tell you about the free roll football contests because our free roll football contests are here. The college football contest has $1,500 up for grabs, while the NFL contest has $5,000 up for grabs and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, which is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Let me also tell you guys about Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here. And as week one kicks off and you get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team, you seriously need to check out the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA and MLB that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. So what are you waiting for, guys? The NFL season is here. Don't wait. 
Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. You guys can get a 14-day free trial of a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use my promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or the Play Store today and use the promo code SGPN. Moving on to Group E, and we have Chelsea as the favourites to win it at 1-3-300. to minus The champions of Italy, Serie A champions, AC Milan at 3-1. to Salzburg at 10-1 to and Dynamo Zagreb at 50-1. to The straight forecast market here has Chelsea as the winner and AC Milan as the runner-up at even money. And it's a long way down before you have Chelsea as the winner and Salzburg as the runner-up at 3-1. to AC Milan to win it and Chelsea to be the runner-up is 7-2. to And then we get a massive price of 14-1 to on Salzburg to win it and Chelsea to be in a runner-up. 16-1 to on AC Milan to win it and Salzburg to be the runner-up. And everything else is bigger than 22-1. to So it's looking like Milan and Chelsea will be the teams who qualify here. The both teams to qualify odds suggest that with Milan and Chelsea to qualify being priced up at 1-2. to and um, Chelsea and Salzburg to qualify two to one, with Milan and Salzburg to qualify nine to one. I don't think any of those outsider prices are going to come to fruition. It is going to be Milan and Chelsea, and I think Chelsea could use the Champions League here to get right. They're going to have some easy games. They actually start with a tough trip to to Zagreb. I don't think anybody's going there and having an easy game. But if Chelsea want to compete in the Champions League. They're going to need to win away games like that. The Blues were minutes away from top spot last season, only to blow it in the late stages against Juventus. I don't think that will be happening here against AC Milan. AC Milan are their biggest threat, but last season in the Champions League, they found a step up difficult. They were bottom of their group. Granted, it was a much more difficult group. It was the group of death with Porto, Atletico Madrid and Liverpool. But I think Chelsea should have too much here for Milan. They're a team that spent nearly 300 mil in the summer, strengthening a team uh, that already won the Champions League a couple of seasons ago. Yes, they brought in Lukaku to strengthen. It didn't work, but now they've got rid of Lukaku and brought in a ton of replacements. This Chelsea team should be doing far better in the EPL and they should use these six Champions League games to, to sort themselves out. And ultimately, I do think they'll win the group. And ultimately, I do think they'll go through with AC Milan. So my main lean here would be the, the chalky selection of uh, Chelsea first, Milan second, and that one is available even money plus 100. Moving on to Group F, and we get the holders here, Real Madrid. They are the shortest favourites out of everybody to win their group. They are priced up here at 1-6. to six. This is largely down to the opposition. We've got Leipzig at 5-1, to one, Celtic at 14-1 to one, and Shakhtar here at 50-1. to one. Celtic have done very well to get into the, the Champions League group stage, but ultimately they always fall short at this stage. They're very, very good at home at Celtic Park, but they don't do much on their travels. Shakhtar are absolutely decimated. They don't have any players that aren't Ukrainian. Obviously, nobody wants to play in the Ukrainian league, so all the foreigners have exited. So we have a Ukrainian team here who started the season late. Fitness is going to be an issue, and uh, they are going to finish rock bottom this group. So by default, Real Madrid and Leipzig, the two best teams, should qualify and should qualify easily. The odds on Leipzig and Real Madrid both to qualify is 1-2, to two, minus 200. I think there's actually value on that price. I would have it closer to minus 300 minus 350 um, and the order here of Real Madrid and Leipzig Real Madrid first Leipzig second also gives you value being priced up at four to five minus 125 I would have that closer to minus 160 so there is value in this group if you believe that Celtic are going to fall short if you believe that Celtic aren't going to do anything on the road it does concern me how average RB Leipzig have been in the Bundesliga because they like Leverkusen were supposed to be outsiders to the title. So we just didn't get Bayern and Dortmund as the one and two. But that's what we have in the Bundesliga at the moment. And we know that Dortmund are going to lose their two games against Bayern Munich when they play in the league. So that gap's going to widen and Bayern Munich are going to win the league easily. So not too much excitement in the Bundesliga. It'll be exciting to see who finishes in the top four to see if RB Leipzig 
and Leverkusen can sort themselves out. But I think even Leipzig at 50% should be able to qualify from this group. Now, I do understand I might be selling Celtic short because RB Leipzig are a side who were knocked out of the Europa League last year by Glasgow Rangers. So they will be wary. And I think that will make them more cautious when they go and have their games against Celtic, particularly away from Celtic. And even if RB Leipzig do lose that game, if Celtic have lost in Leipzig and lost at Real Madrid, and they might even be the only team who who don't take maximum points from this decimated Shakhtar Donetsk team. So that will also open a door for RB Leipzig. So you can make a case for Celtic, but that will be largely based on how poorly uh, RB Leipzig have started the Bundesliga season. I think they used the Champions League to get right here and get out of this group with Real Madrid. Up next, we move on to Group G, where Man City are the favourites here at 1-4 to to finish top of the group ahead of Dortmund are at 5-1. to Severe at 9-1, to Copenhagen at 40-1. to The straight forecast market sees Manchester City top and Dortmund second available at 11 to 10 with City top and Sevilla second available at 15 to 8. Dortmund is the winner and City is the runner up is a big price 6 to 1 with Sevilla the winner and Man City is the runner up at 11 to 1 with Man City the winner and Copenhagen is the runner up at 12 to 1 and all scenarios that involve Manchester City not being involved in the straight call cost are bigger than 25 to 1 although in there we have Copenhagen first and Manchester City is the runner-up at 100-1. to But it's not worth exploring that. Copenhagen should be the weak link in this group. But um, it could even be Sevilla. You're probably looking at this and wondering why there's such a wide gap between Dortmund and Sevilla. Well, just look at the La Liga table. And Sevilla haven't had a particularly difficult start. Other than having Barcelona at home, where they not only lost, but they were battered. They've had um, three games which they should have won on paper and haven't won any of them. It's been a poor start. Lepetegui is under pressure and he could even be gone by the time this Champions League group stage is completed. Dortmund and Manchester City both to qualify is available at 4-6 to six minus 150. I actually think there's value on that selection if you've seen the way Sevilla played so far this season. Man City and Seville both to qualify is available at 11-8. to eight. I think this is very cut and dry. I think Manchester City could even go through with a 100% record. I think Haaland's going to fill his boots in this group. And we'll talk a little bit more about him later when we cover the top goal scorer market. But for me, this is City. This is Dortmund. I'm very concerned by what's happening over in Sevilla. It, as I said, there's only so many players that you can sell before it starts to affect you. And, and Sevilla did sell players in the summer, including Kunde to a rival like Barcelona. And uh, they just don't look like the same Sevilla team they shouldn't be losing 3-0 at home to Barcelona and taking Man City and Dortmund so easily here is more of a fade on them rather than being particularly impressed by City or Dortmund. City of course they're the favourites to win the competition you don't need to talk about how impressed you are by them and Dortmund they've had a pretty decent start to the season but it's a very very different Dortmund team they're a lot more pragmatic perhaps that happened off the back of um, blowing a 2-0 lead in injury time to Werder Bremen. They've been a lot more pragmatic in recent weeks, but they are having a a good start to the season. It was only that one blip, and uh, it's very, very different to Sevilla. So when you contrast the two, you can see why the the market is priced up like this, and uh, there's no reason to go against it. There's no reason to be a contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian. Just just go with what you've seen, go what your eyes tell you, and... um, take City and Dortmund here for this group. Up next, we move on to the last group, which is Group H. This is the group that features Paris Saint-Germain, Neymar, Messi and Mbappe. And that trio are the rightful 1-2 to two favourites to win this group, with Juve at 5-2, Benfica at 11-1 and Maccabi Haifa at 150-1. Juve are very lucky to get this very easy group because I don't think they're going to get much competition from Benfica and Maccabi Haifa. I think Paris and Juve qualify comfortably. I don't know if this is great for Paris because last year they had the challenge of Manchester City and um, and they struggled with it. In fact, they struggled with many teams in their group last year. But here, it looks very much like you've got two teams in Benfica and Maccabi Haifa who aren't much better than your top sides in the French League. So I believe that they'll be able to to win these games comfortably home and away. 
And it wouldn't surprise me if they beat this Juve team home and away as well. Um, it's really when it gets down to the last 16 quarterfinal stage where PSG really feel the step up in competition. But uh, I do think they'll win this group. I think Juve will finish the runners up. The, um, the, the, the straight forecast of PSG first, Juve second is at 5 to 6 minus 120. I think that's the way to go here. Juventus aren't the opposition they once were, which should allow PSG to take this group easily. Uh, they've made an incredible start to their campaign in France and they have looked to have gotten their act together. They look to be playing for the current manager. They look to be playing for Mbappe, the current director of football. And uh, I would back them to finish above a Juve side who aren't cut out for Europe's elite level. They're, they're Juve, but they're Juve in name only. And I look to oppose them here at the top of the group. I think PSG win it comfortably. And I would be looking to add PSG to most of your group winners' parlays. Before we move on to the top goal scorer market, let me tell you about FUBU TV. If you watch football, you need FUBU TV. FUBU TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Right now, you can try FUBU TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. There's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel any time. Just go to FUBUTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash SGP. Let me also tell you guys about promoguide.us. For all you sports bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called promoguide.us. At promoguide.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odds boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of free picks as well. Promoguide.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's promoguide.us. And finally, let me tell you guys about Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Use the promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So we've covered the outright winner market. We've covered the groups. Now we are going to look at the top goal scorer. It's led by Erling Haaland. He is out there at 4-1. to one. He's the favourite. Kylian Mbappe's next. He's at 6-1. to one. Karim Benzema, last year's winner, at 7-1. to one. Robert Lewandowski at the big price of 8-1. to one. Perhaps that's swayed by him being in the group of death, but it's never stopped him scoring before. Lionel Messi at 10 to 1, Neymar 10 to 1, Sadio Mane 10 to 1, Mo Salah 12 to 1, Harry Kane 16 to 1, Son Hyun Min, who hasn't scored one Premier League goal so far this season at 20 to 1, Darwin Nunes 25 to 1, Dusan Vlajevic 33 to 1, and everyone else is bigger than 40 to 1. Erling Haaland should win this given the ease of Manchester City's group. I would be surprised if he doesn't score six or seven goals in the group stage. But don't count out Robert Lewandowski. Now, the criticism of Haaland before, or at least the comparison between Lewandowski and Haaland, where Lewandowski edges out Haaland, is the fact that Lewandowski scores everywhere. Home, away, big team, small team, it doesn't matter. A vast majority of Erling, Erling Haaland's goals come in bunches. He can score hat-tricks, he can score braces. But when he scores, he tends to score more than once. 
if he doesn't score a couple of goals, usually he finds it frustrating and he can go games where he draws a blank. Lewandowski doesn't do that. Lewandowski doesn't fail to score against the big teams either, which is uh, which is what Erlen Haaland has previously done. Now, it doesn't look like that's the case this season. Obviously, if you compare the service that you get at Dortmund to Manchester City, it's not comparable and uh, Erlen Haaland is thriving at the moment. I also look at the strength of the group and I think Erling Haaland is going to be able to notch up plenty of goals. As I said, I'll be surprised if he doesn't get at least six or seven. If he gets hat-tricks and he does score in bunches like he usually does, he could get even more. He could be on maybe 10, 12 goals coming out of the group stage, which will make him the, the clear front-runner. I'm not too interested here in, in killing Mbappe because those goals will be shared out with, with Messi and Neymar, although I do think Mbappe will be scoring most of them. I think Karim Benzema would do very, very well to get anywhere near the season that he had last year. But um, ultimately, the top four in the market is correct. I think Messi has dropped in to be more of a playmaker. Neymar has never really chipped in with as many goals as he should. Sadio Mane could be interesting at Bayern Munich because I do actually expect them to to win the group that they're in with Barcelona and Inter. And uh, and Mo Salah at 12-1, to 1, he's always going to score the most goals for Liverpool. And Liverpool are always going to have a run in this competition because they're so good at Anfield. But... As I'm tipping City to win this competition and as they have a comfortable group and as Haaland has started on fire, I am going to take him over Lewandowski, even though previously, if you compared the two, you would give Lewandowski the edge because he's a player that can do it against anybody and he does come in with come up with goals home and away, whereas Haaland has been a player who scores a lot more home goals and scores these goals in bunches. But I don't think that's relevant here. I don't think that's a criticism that can stop him from being a top scorer here because Manchester City have three home games. They have those easy opponents that Haaland likes to score against. And uh, he could be in a commanding position by the group stage, making 4-1 to one look like a very generous price. Before we close out with my futures lock here on the show, let me take a second out to tell you guys about Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official Sports Gambling Podcast Network NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. It's a $500 cash prize and a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. And finally, let me tell you guys about Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. Now, this is vital. I run a service, lockbetting.com. I post out my PL every single month. We have 111 months of profit there. And um, sometimes it's key, sometimes it has been tight, and it's key to shop around for the best price. Don't take a, a minus 130 when there's a minus 110 available if you shop around. That might not make a significant difference for you if you're rushing around and you're just trying to get a bet on before the game. But if you do that all of the time, it will make a difference over the course of a few days, a week, a month, especially over the course of a year. You'll be losing out on significant money if you don't shop around. On Trader, you can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports and projected game they wait for bettors to make the most informed bets possible, which is going to be vital during the NFL season. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity something these chumps on gambling twitter will never ever do so to get involved head over to oddstrader.com slash blue wire that's oddstrader the number one site for all your game day bets closing out with the lock on the show the futures lock for this champions league season is brought to you by the free roll football contests the free roll football contests are here with the college football contest having $1,500 up for grabs, while the NFL contest has $5,000 and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas up for grabs. All you need to do is sign up exclusively at our Discord. It's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. 
So the futures lock on this show is going to be on Bayern Munich and Barcelona to both qualify from Group C. It's a both teams to qualify selection available at 10 to 11 minus 110. This is a fade against Inter Milan. Inter Milan have only qualified once in the last three seasons from the group stage. And this is a very, very tough group. I think their away form in Serie A this season concerns me. They've already lost to AC Milan. They've already lost to Lazio. Barcelona and Bayern Munich are far better than them. Ultimately, I do think Bayern will win this group, despite the fact that Barca have made major signings. I don't think they've bridged the gap yet. I think the team that uh, beat Barcelona twice last season, Bayern Munich, will still win this group. But I do think they've got closer. And I do think the signings will help Barcelona get through this group. I think it would be a disaster if Barcelona didn't get through this group. So we're basically betting against a major disaster, a major embarrassment for either one of these two teams. As tough as it is to be drawn against Inter Milan, I do think that both of them are a cut above. And uh, as I said, Inter Milan's previous pedigree in the Champions League hasn't been that great. So once again, your futures lock for this show is going to be on Bayern Munich and Barcelona to qualify from Group C. This is in any order. This isn't the straight forecast selection. This is in any order. And this selection is available at 10 to 11 minus 110. Don't forget to check out the key game show. That's still going to be coming out shortly after this. This is where I take a selection of key games from across the Champions League. If you want all of the games broken down, that's happening over at lockbetting.com. There'll be a podcast covering all of Tuesday's games and a podcast covering all of Wednesday's games and a podcast covering a selection of the Europa League games on Thursday as well. So we do a key games Europa League show over at lockbetting.com. There will be a lock on all of those three shows. And of course, there will be a lock on the key game show as well on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. So lots of content to come. Of course, it's going to be very, very much content heavy over the next few months as we approach the World Cup. There's going to be weekend shows, midweek shows, weekend shows, midweek shows all of the time. So make sure you are subscribed to the Soccer Gambling Podcast to make sure that you get the EPL show, Bet MUFC, Scamessa Italia and all of your Champions League shows as well as we look to continue what has been a very, very strong start to the season across all of the leagues, especially in the EPL. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.